everybody, this is Dr. William Clark here for Leadership Conversations. This is the show where we talk about leadership according to the world that matters to you. I just wanted to welcome you to 2019. I wanted to say Happy New Year, and I hope that this year is prosperous for you, for your leadership, for your organization, for your business, and prosperous uh, in terms of you just moving forward to, towards whatever you have on your agenda to complete. I want to open up podcasting this year talking about journaling for leaders and the importance of journaling. Now, there are times where uh, I've, I've heard over my years that leaders have said being a leader is lonely. Being at the top is lonely because you have very few people you can talk to about the experiences you have. Now, you may be saying to me, well, wait a minute, Doc, hold on. Don't leaders have teams and, and support systems? Yep. Don't leaders have families and friends? Yep. Don't leaders have friends who compete or who provide services at a high level that they do? Yep. And even despite all of that, leaders still say it's lonely to be in their position because you cannot talk to everyone about what you're going through, what you're experiencing, what you're seeing, your family, your friends, your peers, etc. There are always mitigating forces that stop you from uh, talking to people. And, and, and it might not be because you don't want to, just you can't. So there's a resource that I've been utilizing for a while that I think that will be helpful to you, and that is journaling. Journaling, yes, we used to do that as kids, but now as a mature leader coming into your own, you might want to consider journaling. So here are a couple of things you need to consider when we talk about or think about journaling for leaders. Number one, utilize your journal to document your thoughts and your experiences, especially during those times. But even when you don't have, do have somebody to talk to, especially when you don't have people to talk to, utilize your journal to document experiences and thoughts that you have. Allow the journal to be the recipient of what you have to share. When people are available to talk to, sometimes it might not be in your best interest to talk to someone in that moment because dumping your stuff on people might, might, it might harm the relationship. It might disrupt your flow for the day. It might disrupt the flow of the person receiving this information, especially if they're not prepared to receive it. But for whatever reason that you find that you just can't talk to someone in that moment, find yourself journaling your experiences and your thoughts. As a result, number two, journaling allows you to decompress and de-stress through the process of learning. Now, when you think about going to the gym, the gym is utilized, one, to stay in shape. That's one particular purpose. But the gym also is an opportunity to do an alternative task or behavior that's abnormal for what you do day to day. So if you sit behind a desk or you're in meetings all day, the gym is an opportunity to break up the monotony in addition to staying in shape. When you think about the gym in that way, then you have to think about journaling in the same way. While journaling is used to get your thoughts down on paper and to get that stuff out of your mind, out of your spirit, off your shoulders, the process of writing is a process that helps you decompress and de-stress. Just like you're running on the treadmill, it's a process to run on the treadmill. It's a process to set the speed and the incline that you're running on. It's a process to write. The writing process can take a while. It takes a while to complete sentences and paragraphs and a complete journal entry, which may be pages for you, whether you're writing long form with your hand, pen, and pad, or whether you're typing it with your PC, your tablet, or into your phone. Whatever mechanism you're utilizing, 
realizing writing is a process. You have to think about what you're writing and you have to actually do the writing. That exercise helps de-stress and decompress you, right? Because it's something different you're doing from your normal day-to-day. Number three, journaling is a good way of filtering ideas. Now, you may be saying, I got a problem. And I need to work through it. And my journal is uh, my opportunity just to dump stuff on the paper. Yes, it's an ter- opportunity to dump stuff on the paper, but utilize your journal to go back, look at what you wrote, and figure out which ideas of mine are good ideas or crazy ideas. This saves you the, <laughs> the embarrassment of sharing stupid ideas with people who are going to judge you or people or sharing bad ideas with people who are going to not understand you. And, and listen, you're still going to have to go through that anyway, but just to save yourself from the extra stress of doing it with people who really don't understand, the journaling process helps you go back, see what you wrote in real time, and explore what you need to work on and not work on going forward. It helps you identify good ideas, bad ideas, and you may find that even though something by itself is a bad idea, a bad idea mixed with a good idea mixed with a bad idea may be the best idea for your business, for a decision you're trying to make, for your leadership, for whatever. So now you have it on paper, you can go back and say, you know what, this might be a fit. Let me try this together. Let me mix these two together. And let me just share this as number four. And I kind of talked about this earlier, but journaling allows you to alleviate yourself from placing burdens on people that you love. Now, if you go home and just dump on your spouse, your kids, your friends, what's been going on throughout the day, especially if you have a high stress job, a high exposure job, they may not know how to respond appropriately 